Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. He's a well-respected high school football scout. Known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. He's a well-respected national high school football recruiting analyst. Craig, Craig Biggins. Together they bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. Transparent Truth. Tr- 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome. You're now listening live to the Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. Five Star Friday. We got a terrific interview with Bo Ryan Halinski out of Orange Lutheran High School. But before we do that, we got to remind you about our Sleeper of the Week. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. And we're back. So we want to get this Friday show started and going correctly for you guys. So we have Ryan Helensky coming on, and uh, we look forward to you listening to the interview and really giving it some thought about what he's talking about and what he's saying. So here we go, the Ryan Helensky interview on The Transparent Truth. We are now joined by four-star quarterback, Orange Lutheran High School 2019 gunslinger. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Ryan Bo Halinski. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing great, Coach Miller. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. It's great to have you on the Transparent Truth. I got my boy GB with me. He's going to yep. fire some questions at you. And as always, give him the Transparent Truth. Absolutely. I got you guys. Hey, Ryan, first off, I think I've asked you this before, but I totally forgot what you said. Where did the nickname Bo come from? Okay, so it's it's a family thing. So uh, everybody in our family has kind of a, a big or a bow attached to it. So my old my dad, uh, we call him Big because he's you know the head of the family. He's the big bear type of guy. Um, and then Tyler, we called him Big T. Uh, Kelly, we called him Big Kel. Uh, and then everybody just started calling me Big Bow, and it just kind of stuck. 
Uh, but my mom tells her tells her we can't call her Big Mama, so we're gonna leave her at mom's. <laughs> yeah, typically moms don't want to have the word big associated with them in any way. Exactly. And my wife's exactly. name is my wife. My poor wife's name is Biggins, so she already has no chance, right? <laughs> she already has no chance. Right. Gotcha. We just call her Biggs for short. But yeah, that's how it came about. That's how uh, Big Bo got attached to me, and it's just stuck with me ever since. Hey, let's just stick with the, the Holinsky family for a second. I, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm sure you know, I, dude, I love your family. I've known, shoot, I've known you since I was, you know, kind of following Kelly back yes, in the sir. day. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, you know, obviously, um, what was floored and devastated like everyone else when, when things went down with Tyler. How are you mm-hmm. handling the whole situation, if you don't mind me asking? And, uh, yeah. I mean, I love how you give him a tribute every time you get a new offer, which, shoot, the last yeah. couple of weeks has been quite frequently, yeah. but... How are you doing? And uh, if you can, man, kind of moving forward, how, how do you kind of plan to honor him? You know, just, you know, with the way you play on and how you yeah. carry yourself off the field as well. Yeah, absolutely. So Tyler Tyler was the first guy I called whenever I got an offer um, because we had that connection. I, I, was, I was calling him, I'd be excited. I'd be like, hey, Ty, guess where I just got an offer from? And he was the first guy to know. Um, and that's why I put him in my tweets because I want him to be the first one to know. I, I tweet that out and then I text you guys about it. Um, and that's that's the way of honoring him uh, social media wise um, but I think um, everything that's happened in this past month has happened for a reason I'm one of, of firm believers of that and uh, I know Tyler was one of the happiest kids I've ever met um, and you guys can you guys can show that he's he had a smile on his face whenever he stepped onto the field you know um, but me and my family have been great through this uh, my parents have been great they've supported me um, we've talked to a bunch of people about it uh, Kelly has been great. Kelly actually just moved back from Weber State, um, and he's living with us and his dog, um, <laughs> Savage, is, is his name. <laughs> so they've been they've been great. Um, but I, this upcoming season, I'm going to change my number to number three uh, to honor Tyler and hopefully carry that number with me throughout the years um, and honor him and everything that I do because he made me happy and I'm trying to make him happy now. Um, but I know he's in a better place, and I know he's not struggling anymore because he was struggling with some demons uh, before he left us. But I know he's in a happier place now, and I thank God for that, and I think he's doing well. No, it's kind of cool. I'm still seeing kind of random on Twitter. I'll see someone has number three as their, like, profile yeah. pick. And, uh, yeah. That's cool. It's good to see Kelly over the weekend. I saw you guys at the Under Armour yeah. All-American camp, and, yep. and then we'll get into that in, in a little bit. But uh, uh, if you can, um, you know, Talking a little bit, if you you know, I thought it was kind of a cool. And I know we talked off the record for a little bit, but you kind of told mm-hmm. me you and Kelly kind of saw some signs of, of Tyler. Yeah. If, you, if you don't mind well, sharing, I thought that was kind of a cool, cool little story you told yeah. me. Yeah. So he, um, Tyler, Tyler, we we all have a counselor, um, and we talk to people and stuff like that. Um, but Tyler, Tyler was one of those kids that wanted to be the best. You know, he wanted to be that guy, um, that in all caps. And I, he was that guy uh, at Washington State. He wasn't the guy. Of course, you had Luke Falk, who was a great guy and great mentor for Tyler. But when he came in against Boise State and he brought him back from a 41-10 to 10 deficit with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, he was that guy that night. And he was <laughs> on top of the world. Um, but when he hit a slump, when he threw four picks, but he also threw for 500 yards against Arizona, that's not good enough for him. And I think it's not good enough for either of us, Kelly and I included. Um but uh, he went through he went through some stuff and then hit hit the Michigan game when uh, they lost forty two to seventeen in his first career start. I think that hit him a little hard, um, and he was dealt with a lot of noise, a lot of people in his ear. 
um, which just isn't fun, but that's the position. Um, and we're not complaining about that, but Tyler, Tyler dealt with some demons. Um, and I think he wanted to be that guy. And if he wasn't that guy, um, I, I think that kind of hurt him, but I think there was also something just inside of him that just wasn't right. Um, and I, man, I wish we wished saw it sooner, but, um, like I said before, I think there's a reason for everything. And I think it happened uh, for God to have him in heaven just a little bit earlier than we had expected. But I think I came at peace with it. I'm not sure if my parents or Kelly have came at peace with it. But uh, I'm doing I'm doing okay now. Um, I'm honoring him and everything that I do. And um, that's probably that's probably the best answer I can give you, GB. Yeah, no, dude. I was even that was dude. Your honesty just kind of brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> yeah. I was actually going. <laughs> that's actually about what I was asking. I was asking about. Like a sign, yeah. like in the clouds, or you, oh, you know oh, you're right, you remember, right, yeah. So we told me those. That's right. Told me a couple so of cool stories. Uh, I've been driving, those. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. So Kelly and I have been driving, um, like just driving, taking drives around, and just going places so we can get our minds off of things. And uh, we were driving on the freeway the other day on the five south, just going somewhere. I can't remember where, but in the clouds, we saw a three-shaped cloud. <laughs> and uh, all we could do is help us smile. And then we went to a thrift store the other day uh, just to grab some fun clothes because thrift stores have some good stuff. You never know in the clearance rack where you might have a jacket or something. Uh, but we were looking in there, and we saw an old pinstripe jersey uh, with cougars on the front and the number three on the back. And we're like, what are the odds you find that in a thrift store in the middle of Orange County? Um, it was just it was just remarkable. Um, and I've had a couple people reached out about stories where they, they see threes and all that stuff. And uh, my Nana, who passed when I was younger, um, we she her favorite animal is a butterfly. And I can't tell you how many butterflies I've seen in this past month. Maybe I'm just recognizing them more. <laughs> it's good to see that I think they're here with us and um, they're telling us not to worry and they're fine. So it's good to yeah. know. God, yeah. it's giving me goosebumps here, Ryan. Now, now the, it's uh, crazy. Now the awkward segue from talking about yeah. real life events to, to football. So forgive, yeah. forgive yeah. me for that. But, no, uh, you're good. Let's, it's all let's, good. Let's rewind. Yeah, let's rewind to yep. this past season. And I've always been a big fan mm -hmm. of yours. I jokingly kind of, not jokingly, jokingly, but seriously tweeted a few times just to kind of mess uh -huh. around saying, you know, Ryan Holinsky, you know, best Holinsky in the family. And that was, you know, because <laughs> I love your older brothers. But yeah, I, I thought you yeah. made a huge jump in your game this past season. I mean, mm -hmm. huge mm -hmm. jump. Started, yeah. started in the summer, just in the game slowed down for you. And, yes, and you killed it. You know, obviously you had some great weapons with, Thank you. you know, Cal yeah. Ford and Logan Lawyer and the tight ends. But if you can, Absolutely. where was your confidence level going into your junior season? And why do you think you had so much success? Yeah, so I think I think jumping from last year to this year, like you said, it was huge. I think the one thing I could tell you is I was comfortable. I think the confidence that gave me with Kyle Ford and Logan Loya and my line and uh, all these guys that supported me, I think it gave me confidence and allowed me to be comfortable. But the one thing I could tell you that probably gave me 100 points boost in this past season was my comfortability in the uh, pocket. I, I didn't have a worry in the world, and I was dropping back. I knew where I was going. And a lot of credit of that goes to Coach Crawford and the offense he brought over. Um, I think it's just awesome because he made me feel comfortable, made me feel 100% on my reads, knew where I was going every time. Um, and all that stuff just worked out for the best. And I worked a lot, a lot, a lot this offseason um, with Hayden Reddick, um, who's over at Stars, um, with Taylor Kelly, Adam Dato, um, all these guys at 3DQB, 
And I, I just can't tell you enough how much reps can do for you because I worked probably 20,000 reps with these guys and all of those reps, not one of them went to waste this season because all of them translated into the games. And I, I recognize it firsthand. You know, I've got to throw off platform. I've got to jump over this bag. And that's basically jumping over this D lineman and throwing a touchdown. You know, that's just how it goes. Um, but I think one of the big things summing that all together was my comfortability in the pocket. Uh, I was just confident in all my throws, confident in all my reads and all my progressions. So obviously you guys killed it in the preseason and here mm-hmm. comes the Trinity League play, which obviously, you know, yep. we might be biased, but we, we'll, we'll call it the toughest league in America. What, yeah, what were pretty, some of those games there. like? Yeah, yeah, no. What, what were some of those games like last year? If you can even remember, obviously everyone talks about modern day and Bosco, but shoot, mm-hmm. there isn't a, a weak link. In that in that whole entire season, there uh, yeah, there is not a weak link. I'm those are probably the one thing about it though that amazes me is Trinity. All those guys are great guys. I haven't met one guy that lines up against me and says, "Ryan, I'm going to take your head off." You know, like those are all great guys. I I sit in the pocket and I look at Solo uh, in the eyes. I'm like, "Hey, Solo, I'm coming at you this play," and I throw a slant behind his head. And he laughs about, slaps me on the butt, and says, "Hey, good throw." Um, but that league is just ridiculous. Week in and week out, um, it's a grind. And I know going into season, going into league, we were playing Bosco, and we were five and zero. Bosco's four and one. And at one point in the game, I think it was the fourth quarter. I want to say, like the beginning of the fourth, it was twenty-one to twenty-one, and we're like, oh, we got this, we got this. And then they just started pulling away, um, and it kind of happened like that for us throughout the league. Uh, we just couldn't finish some games. Um, and we started off slow a little bit, but the, that league is crazy. I think Coach Harlow's doing great things at Jay Sarah. Um, Coach Fisher's doing great things at SM. At Modern Day's bringing in a bunch of new guys, um, you know, year in and year out. And I think they're doing <laughs> do great things again this year. But I don't see a reason for us not to compete. We're returning everybody on offense um, except our left guard, Latu. And I think uh, we can replace him, but Latu's a great kid. Nothing against him, but I think we're going to be great on offense. I think we're going to be great on defense with a couple of guys that we got in. Um, I'm excited to see how we're doing. We already started um, some on-the-field workouts and some weight room workouts, and I, I'm very excited on how we're going to do this year. You know, I was at that Bosco game, Ryan, and it was, like you mentioned, it was close. It was tight, mm-hmm. and uh, they were yep. up, and you guys went ahead and tied it, and then all of a sudden, yep. man, they came at you. I don't know if I've seen a quarterback get hit harder than you did. <laughs> I think Cole Aubrey got you a couple of times. I mean, they, they did yeah, they, yeah. up front that came out. Was that the hardest, no, as far as all the games, is that the hardest hitting game that you played in all last season? Yeah, that was that was definitely the hardest. That was probably the hardest hitting game because I remember a couple of times um, when I think I was on the ground a couple of times and guys come flying at me, but that's just how it goes. Um, but, yeah, I got my head rang a couple of times. Uh, Malik McLean gave me a good ringing in the Jay Sterrett game, but that <laughs> Bosco game, uh, that was fun. Um, they brought a lot of blitzes, a lot of things I had to check out of, um, but that's just how it goes sometimes. you got to take a hit and deliver a ball, but I'm not complaining. It was, it was a good game, though. I was very excited to play in that. Hey, how good was Modern Day? Because we've talked about them a lot, Keith and I, on mm-hmm. the podcast, and, and said, you know what, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've seen 2013 Bosco, we've seen 2001 Long Beach Poly, yeah. but yeah. that Modern Day team last year might be the most complete that we've ever seen. From Southern California, yeah. when, you, when you guys played them, and obviously you watched a ton of film before or yeah. after the game, how would you break them down as maybe a, a historical team? Yeah, I think I think they're a great team. Um, historically, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put them against anybody, but I think they're they're probably one of the best 
Um, but I think, uh, I mean, we threw for 280 yards, I think, on offense that night. We ran for probably 50. Um, so we had a good, good success a little bit on them. Um, but I think their defense was complete all around. Their corners are great, gave us some great looks. Uh, I remember I was throwing a smash route to a Darien side, and um, he played the game with me. He played in between the hitch and the corner, and I tried to throw the hitch, and he broke it up almost for a pick six. I'm like, man, that is, that is some crazy speed right there. But I think offensively, I think that is probably one of the most sound groups you'll get um, with that O-line with JT. Love JT. Talk to him all the time. Uh, that receiving core. I think that's one of the most complete groups you'll get um, here in a little bit in Orange County for a while. Uh, and they were great, great guys, played us great. Um, we stuck with them probably for about a quarter. It was 14-14 at one point, and then they just started pulling away. Um, but it was it was a great game. I think those guys, uh, modern day, know what they're doing. And I think that was probably one of the best teams to go through there for sure. Hey, let's let's bring it up to present day. This past week mm-hmm. you took, uh, I wonder, was it six? Five or six? Yeah, I think trips. it was six. Yeah, yeah. Because you had the NC yeah, so State stuck in there. <laughs> yeah, so I went to Ole Miss on Tuesday, I want to say, and then I went to Georgia on Wednesday, Tennessee on Thursday, South Carolina on Friday, and then NC State in the morning on Saturday, and Duke in the afternoon on Saturday. Um, and that was just a crazy trip. And we drove in between all those schools, so that was fun. <laughs> and then you, you you landed in SoCal at 4 a.m. Yep. Yeah, Sunday morning, and then you shoot, you shot over to Mission Viejo for the night. You're excuse me for the Under Armour camp just a, a yep, few hours later. You were right on fumes there, man. But yeah, I, I finally got like we did. Yeah, no, go ahead, Ryan. I finally got some rest probably that night around five, and then I woke up at eight the next day to go to school. So I just have <laughs> a little side story for you. So let's let's let's. You took me through it one at a time, like you know after the camp. But let's do it again if you if you don't mind mm-hmm. for those people who yeah. you know, haven't. Uh, so the first trip was Old Miss. Yeah. What, what was so what Old, kind of stood out yeah. about that trip? Yeah. So Old Miss was great. Um, obviously, it being the first trip, I'm probably more excited about it than the other schools. Um, but I think what stood out to me was that the whole coaching staff was, was with us most of the day. Coach Longo, the OC, Coach Bignell, their lineman coach, Coach Peeler, their wide receiver coach, they went to lunch with us, and they stuck with us um, most of the day and just talked about how I could fit in that offense, um, what their quarterback situation was like, uh, and how, how, like, he was talking to me about their sanctions, how everything's gone. There's nothing, they're scotch-free. Like, 2019 class is the new class to bring it in, and uh, you guys can go win a national championship or a bowl game if you so please and you want to work hard enough. Um, so that kind of got me excited about it. Um, I saw a lot of pre-draft guys in there in the weight room. Um, and those are some grown men, man. Those are those, They make me a little excited to see, but um, going through the trips, there's grown men everywhere. Um, <laughs> but it was good. I think Ole Miss was uh, definitely a great visit for me. Did you have a chance to see Matt Corral at all out there on your trip? I didn't see Matt Corral, but I talked to uh, Coach Longo about him, um, and they're wondering if they want to redshirt him or not um, this year. Um, but that was interesting to talk about. I probably won't get too in-depth about it. Um, but I didn't see Matt. Uh, I've talked to him a couple times. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's probably what I can tell you. So next trip is Georgia. Yes, Georgia and was the next me, one. Yep. Yeah, so right right now for me, I mean, you almost put Georgia, the way they've been recruiting lately and just the unfilled success mm-hmm. this past season, I mean, they're they're definitely going up with that arrow. They're almost on yeah. par with Alabama right now. What was that trip about? And uh, obviously you got, you got a nice little 
parting gift on your way out the doors you kind of told me about but yeah share that story yeah yeah so it was i thought it was a great trip um overall uh coach coley and coach johnson mostly stick with us stuck with us the whole day um the big thing about it, coach smart was at a nike convention talking with phil knight and all the nike coaches there um and they usually have coach smart uh, extend the offer to the quarterback is what they were telling me um but they said they loved my game and all that stuff, and they were surprised because Coach Smart was getting in the next day, the day I was leaving, the day after I was leaving. Um, they were surprised if I didn't have an offer by the next day. And so, as we were leaving, um, Coach Johnson and Coach Coley met us at the door um, of the complex because uh, they were at practice, and coaches can't be out there for throwing all that stuff right now. So they were at the door waiting for us. And uh, hey, they were like, "Hey, Ryan, we just got off the phone with Coach Smart, um, and we wanted we want you to leave with an offer from us uh, from Georgia." And I was like, man, that's, that is crazy. National championship team just extended me a football offer. And, you know, last year I had Montana State and Boston College. You know, nothing against them, but um, no. it was just surreal at that moment. Um, and it was fun. <laughs> that is surreal. And, you know, I yeah. think people think, you know, Georgia loaded at quarterback. You know, true freshman just brought mm-hmm. in, a, a you know, maybe the number one, one B, Justin Fields. But you yeah. kind of told me depth chart wise, it's actually a lot more open than people think, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of people think, um, you know, they've got dudes across the board. But right now they have two guys on scholarship, uh, Justin and Jake, and they have probably three walk-ons. And they didn't take two in the 18 class, so they've only got those two guys on scholarship. Um, and then the three walk-ons, and I don't know if they're going to take two or not uh, in the 2019 class. I'll probably talk to them a little bit more about it later. Um, but yeah, they're pretty they're pretty low right now. And they were telling me, um, you know, with Jake being there, they don't know how long Jake's going to be there. If he has another great season, he could be gone. Um, and then Justin, of course, he's a great quarterback. Um, maybe he could, you know, be two years and gone. And then if I come in in redshirt, I'll be two years behind him. And you know, playing at Georgia with two years is just ridiculous so it's a good opportunity to listen to um and to think about coming up here when i'm deciding i like that i like that so yeah. next after georgia did you say it was south carolina yeah. it was tennessee. South carolina down. tennessee tennessee my bad we got tennessee. tennessee yeah yeah so i went to tennessee uh coach helton tyson helton is their uh oc there now um and i talked to him i probably been talking to coach helton since i was like 12. it's it's crazy i've known him for a long time and uh, he texted me the week before my visit, and he's like, hey, why don't you come up to Tennessee? I was like, man, if you're inviting, I'll come. So um, I, me and my parents set up that trip. And uh, the one thing I got from Tennessee was a family feel. I think a lot of those guys are connected. Um, with Coach Pruitt being there, uh, new one-year head coach, um, I think people are kind of you know, guessing uh, on what he's going to do and all that stuff. But I think, I think they're going to be great down the road. They didn't extend an offer while I was on the trip. Um, but Coach Helton said he's going to be out this spring. I've been texting him on and off here uh, this past week, and uh, we've been talking. But I think Tennessee is uh, going to have some great success. I talked to the strength and conditioning coach, and he was awesome. He told me some workouts I could do um, back at home for quarterbacks, and that was fun. And I think one of the good things I can um, get from it, maybe if I decide sooner or later than sooner, um, is JT Schrute's going there so I could talk to him a little bit out about how uh, Tennessee feels for him and, you know, all that stuff once he gets there. So, Tennessee, now we're at South Carolina, right? Now we, we've made so now we're at South Carolina. Yeah, now we're at South Carolina. South Carolina was Friday. Must camp. Um, Must champ. And one thing I could take from South Carolina 
is uh, Coach Muschamp, Coach Warner, uh, Coach McClendon, their OC. It's just like Ole Miss, but it, they included their head coach this time. Um, were with me the whole day. And you know who was also with me was Marcus Lattimore, the legend running back from South Carolina. That guy could run through a wall if he told him to. Man, he and he's a great person too. He takes care, he takes care of like the life um, offside on the offside of football. You know everything that deals with business and etiquette and wow. all that stuff for the football players. Um, and he's working there now. And it was great talking to him. Um, who also went to lunch with me and toured me around the campus with Jake Bentley, their current quarterback there now, their starting quarterback. Um, and talking to him, getting a feel for the quarterback life there in South Carolina was awesome. Um, and one of the things that was cool was Coach Muschamp and I were walking um, down the street on their main street. And I looked up and I'm, I looked to my left and it's Coach Muschamp. You know, I watched him on TV. Um, I watched him <laughs> coach before the Gators and I'm like, man, this guy's right on my left right now telling me to come play for him. Um, so it was crazy. And then there's people driving up and down the street yelling, hey, Ryan Linsky, welcome to South Carolina. Um, and I'm like, how do, how do they know I'm, how do they know I'm visiting? Um, That's just different it was, in the South, man. It's a little different feeling. back there. Um, say it one more time. No, it's just different in the South, man. It's so much more passionate. Yeah, it really it's is. The same, but yeah. so much more passionate about football. It's just That's just crazy that they recognize you, but not surprising at all. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really crazy. Going from Cali, um, where, you know, football is a big part, but it's not everything. Going to the South, where football is literally everything to them. They're no, like the pro team in their respective states, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So then wind this down for me. Then, so we got a trip to NC, Stu- NC State mm-hmm. Duke back-to-back, same yeah, day, so, right? Yep, so um, Coach Drinkwitz, who's their OC um, at NC State, saw that I was in South Carolina, and he's like, hey, uh, I saw you in South Carolina. Why don't you come up for a visit to uh, NC State? And I'm like, um, I'm visiting Duke, actually, um, on Saturday. And they're like, well, we're 14 miles from Duke. Why don't you come visit us? Um, and I'm like, okay, sure, why not? So we scheduled a visit for uh, 9.15 in the morning. And uh, we got all the all the deal. We got the jerseys. We got the visits. We talked to the OC. Got the rundown. Then talked to the head coach. And the head coach is like, "Man, we love you. Um, we didn't think we had a chance with you, but if you know the history of our quarterbacks here, so Rivers, Russell Wilson, all these guys, Mike Clinton, all these guys that are um, in the pros now, um, it's just crazy to think about." And they extended an offer while I was meeting with him, um, and that was pretty awesome. We probably met there from like nine fifteen to eleven. And then we had to run to Duke because we were meeting with Duke at 11.30. So we got to Duke just in time. Um, but that was <laughs> awesome about NC State. Going to Duke now, um, I've been talking to them since Cabo. So I was in Mexico when they offered me, <laughs> which was um, pretty awesome. But the cool thing about Duke was that um, Coach Cutcliffe recruited my brother, oldest brother, Kelly, um, and wanted him at Duke and all that stuff. Uh, Coach Roper. Uh, Zach Roper, who's the brother of Kurt Roper, um, who offered me at South Carolina, who's now at Colorado. Um, I talked to him for a great deal of time about their offense and how I fit in that system and all that stuff, and that was exciting. Uh, But the one guy that probably stood out to me the most and helped me the best understand Duke is probably Coach Ferris, who's their tight end coach uh, slash recruiting coordinator out here in the West. And uh, he just made me and my family feel like we were one of the guys already. And uh, we went on a junior day. So there was a bunch of other prospects there. And uh, Spencer Lytle was there. Uh, Elijah, H- Elijah Higgins uh, from Texas was there. 
and seeing him was like, oh, man, if they get Elijah, uh, this could be a good little deal throwing to him. Uh, so that was exciting to see. So you come home, you have a mm-hmm. really good, un- I keep wanting to say Nike, man, it's, it's yeah. brainwashed in me, yeah, a really good Under Armour event. And then was yeah. it that night or was it on, was it Monday that you got the Arizona offer? Yes, yeah, so that was yesterday. Uh, last okay, night so it was I got Monday. Arizona. Yeah, so I, so I was driving home from a workout um, and Noel, Coach Mazzoni um, and his son Taylor um, have been texting me on and off. And they're like, hey, when are we going to get you at Arizona? Like, we love you and all that stuff. And they were recruiting me at Texas A&M, but that was when Grant committed, so they couldn't recruit me anymore to, out of respect to him. Um, so they, they stopped talking to me, and then uh, once they left to Arizona, they started texting me again. And uh, I was driving home from a weightlifting workout here at Olu, um, and I was driving home, and I got a text from Coach Taylor Mazzoni. And I'm like, uh, what's that? And so he texted me his number, and he's like, give me a call as soon as you can. I'm like, all right, sure, why not? So uh, I call him, and um, he was in a meeting with Coach, his dad, and uh, he's like, I'm going to pass you off to the big boss. Um, and I talked to him, and they offered me a scholarship, which is amazing, because they recruited Kelly as well. So I've known them, man, since I was probably like, I want to say nine. Um, so I've known them for a minute um, when they were at UCLA and stuff like that. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, to yeah, get that yeah. Them. And I'm going to probably, so I'm like probably gonna visit here soon on the 17th because uh, we got a uh, passing down, not a passing down, a passing seven on seven tournament on the 17th. So I'm going to visit somewhere around there uh, in okay. March. Yeah, so moving forward, you, you mentioned Arizona is going to get a trip. Um, yeah, yep. you still need to get to Oregon, and you also, I yep. believe, Boise State is still on the list. Yes, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and get to Boise State. Um, I'm going to get on the phone here, probably in uh, after this interview with Coach Harson, their head coach, um, and try and schedule a visit um, up there uh, and figure out what we're going to do there. Uh, we might visit Boston College. I've been talking to Coach Leffler. Um, there and he's coached greats Matt Ryan Tom Brady all those guys so um, it'd be great to talk to him a great offensive mind Um, but I think probably after that um, I think we might call it quits and just uh, sit down as a family and list out the pros and the cons and get a top five and then decide uh, before summer so is the plan to take you know once you get your top five you're you're doing so many unofficial trips are you going to try to take Mm -hmm. you know four or five official visits as well yeah, I think I think we're gonna get a top five, and then just cut out the other recruiting uh, business, and then I think maybe in the top five we might decide a top three out of those, um, and try and get a better feel for the schools, and then maybe take three officials. If not, if we don't have a great feel for it, we might take all five. Uh, okay. It depends, but I think I think by the time I decide or I get close to deciding, um, I'll have a feel for three schools that really really want me, and I really like them. Um, so I think we might only need to take three, but um, if, okay. if it comes and we're not sure yet, we'll take all five. Transparent truth time, Ryan. I know you're going to give me, you yep. can't give me recruit speak because everybody does recruit <laughs> speak. But hey, you're on the transparent truth. Give me give me one school, just, just between the three of us. Give me one school that's definitely going to definitely gonna be in this top three to five list and could get, a, could get an official visit. Definitely going to be in this top three to five list. Um, definitely going to get an official visit. I will probably tell you it will be South Carolina. South Carolina? I thought you were going to say Georgia. South I'm going to tell Carolina you, Duke, big... Georgia's going to be two. in that official visit list, too. 
You just gave me two. Two? Can I can I push my luck? Can I go three? <laughs> you got a third one for me? Um, I might. I think I think we might do Ole Miss too. I'm not sure yet. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna get on the phone with Coach Longo tonight. Um, but I think out of those trips and how amazing those trips were, I think those three um, are definitely in the in the mix for those uh, official visits. So, not going to ask you about, about a leader, but I'm kind of sensing a little SEC theme in some of those schools you just rattle <laughs> off. Uh, are you? Can you? Can you at least tell us? Are you kind of leaning maybe towards leaving the West Coast to play your college Ooh. ball, or is it just kind of a coincidental because you just visited yeah, those so five, I, six schools? And, yeah. So a lot of people tell me I'm an SEC quarterback, um, and I can see that. Um, but I think I think with Oregon and Stanford and all those guys making a run, I'm not a hundred percent SEC Southeast ball. Um, if they make a good run and they, you know, tell me all the right things I need to hear, um, they can get an official visit too. Um, but I'm definitely uh, leaning towards SEC right now because they're the ones that believed in me first and all that stuff, and now the West Coast is just catching on. Um, but, yeah, I think to answer your question, I think SEC is making a good run right now. So you, you mentioned Stanford real quick, and I, I don't know if I've heard you mention them before. Is, is, the, uh, mm-hmm. is the Stanford Cardinal, they kind of sniff around a little bit right now? Yeah, so they were, they were recruiting. They went to the modern day game, actually, Coach Shaw and Coach Bloomgren. Um, they went to the modern day game, and they were watching me play, and then Coach Bloomgren went to Rice um, after he was recruiting me. Um, and now it's Coach Pritchard who's there. Um, and Coach Pritchard uh, stopped by the school probably a month ago and talked to me about it wants me to visit on a junior day probably here uh, March 2nd to the 3rd or maybe a couple other dates. I've got a bunch of other dates that I might go to. Um, but they, uh, Coach Pritchard just talked to me, and Stanford's been at one of the schools that I've wanted to go to since I was a young kid. Um, but they recruit differently at the quarterback position, and I think they recruit sure. differently at every other position too. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they're just catching on right now. Any love, got to ask, any love from the L.A. schools, USC, UCLA? I mean, it's kind of ironic. You know, yeah, you so I, all these yeah. SEC so, are showing more interest in these West Coast schools until they're finally kind of trying to catch up now. Yeah, so Coach Manning, uh, who was at Washington State, yeah. Tyler was there. He just, yeah, he just left UCLA, um, and he texted me the other day. He's like, how we doing, Big Bo? And uh, I've been talking to him um, on and off here, um, and he told me that Coach Kelly watched my film I uh, love my film. He's going to reach out to me here soon um, and talk to me. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but And USC might be close. They might take two quarterbacks in this class because if JT wins out the job, um, you know, they're, they're low. Um, yeah. But right now UCLA has been uh, reaching out to me pretty, uh, pretty efficiently. Oh, this is great stuff, Ryan. I feel like I could talk to you forever, but are you in school right now? I think you took some time off. Yeah, I have a free period right now. So I'm, I'm, I was sitting here doing my research paper, um, and then I got the, got the text from you to call in. So I'm like, got to do it. So I'm just sitting gotta here do in the union. Yep. I appreciate you, Ryan. Again, uh, could talk to you forever, but uh, I got to let you go. Always a pleasure. After you make your decision, love to have you yep. back on. Talk it, you know, kind of break it down for us. And, uh, Obviously, I'm going to probably see you about 100 times before then because you're always out there doing <laughs> your thing. So, but no, I Ryan, you guys have me on. Yeah, man. Thanks so much, dude. Again, God bless you, Absolutely. your family. Love you guys. And uh, Absolutely, root Mr. for you big time. Thank you, GB. I appreciate you. Thank you, Coach Miller. Absolutely. All right. Ryan Bohalinski, quarterback, Orange Lutheran High School. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate you, man. Absolutely, GB. I'll talk to you all later. 
We appreciate Ryan for coming on. We appreciate you guys for listening. Hopefully you heard something that can help you in your life and can help you through your day and can push you to have a blessed and successful weekend. Thank you for taking a ride with us on The Transparent Truth. Without further ado, it's time to bring this baby to a close. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Richie Hammond. Y'all be cool.